Louise McSharry on 2FM. But now it is time for us to talk about Madonna because Madonna this week posted loads of photos to Instagram as she was celebrating her 63rd birthday with friends and family in Italy. And of course, the conversation descended into what is and isn't appropriate for Madonna to wear. And at her age, should she really be filtering herself like that? And really, I mean, she barely even looks like herself anymore. And I thought, let's talk about that. Let's talk about the conversation around Madonna and how everything she has contributed seems to be lost in the conversation about her age and what is and isn't appropriate and frankly there's only one person to have this conversation with and it is journalist Jen Gannon hello Jen hello I want to be like I know I mentioned Marina Abramovich before but that's what I want my existence to be like an artist in residence where I'd sit around outside pubs and people come up and talk about Madonna to me and have a drink or Kylie or Kylie one or the other yeah Yeah. (laughs) well as I said it always happens. Whenever there's yeah. anything about Madonna in the news, all that gets talked about now is how she looks, mm. how ridiculous she is, you know, what she's wearing, all that kind of stuff. Yeah. And it's so tiresome, in it my is. opinion. It's very boring. And like, I just think some people find her very existence as a woman in public life. Uh, how dare she age? Uh, and uh, how dare she be over 30? They find that really repulsive. And like, I've been talking about Madonna and age ever since she turned 50, yeah. which is just crazy to me. And, you know, she has been talking about it her whole life about her age. Yeah, I actually have a clip of her talking about ageism um, on the Jonathan Ross show years ago. So this is 1992. Okay, yes. I was going to say, I'm pretty sure it's around the time that she was 40. <laughs> yeah. I think that not only do we suffer from racism and sexism and things like that, but we also suffer from ageism. And that is that once you reach a certain age, you're not allowed to be adventurous, you're not allowed to be sexual, you know, it, and I think that's rather hideous. And I mean, a lot of people have said, oh, it's so pathetic, or what, what is she going to, I hope she's not still doing that in 10 years. I mean, who cares? What if I am? I mean, is there a rule? I mean, what are you supposed to just die when you're 40? I mean, and, and that's basically what everyone wants people to do, and I think it's stupid. You're just supposed to just kind of, you know, put yourself out to pasture. You know, I don't get it. It's, I mean, she puts it brilliantly, but the thing about it is, is that, um, and I know, like it's been said, this is not a new point, mm. but there does seem to be one rule for women and one rule for men. Like because there, there why does, is. why does, uh, what's his face? I can't even think of his name. Oh my God. But like Mick Jagger. Thank Bru- you. Ro- I was like Rolling Stones, man. Yeah. Mick Jagger, Bruce Springsteen, they're always, you know, talked about their bodies and their relationship with the stage and their live shows. They're always talked about in terms of their energy levels their fitness their stamina you know Bruce is on stage for three hours and like Madonna is on stage putting her legs over her head and yet she is vilified for that because it's like look nobody goes to see Bruce expecting to see sexy young Bruce we go to see Bruce and you know what age he is but for Madonna she's damned if she does or damned if she doesn't it's like if she looks younger it's like oh my god she's had too much surgery that's disgraceful she should be growing old gracefully what does that term mean I don't (laughs) understand and then if she doesn't she's like oh my god she's haggard she's past it get her off I don't want to see her anymore Yeah. yeah and a lot of that is the fact that you know pop music especially is a capitalist construct and it's couched in you know the patriarchal society that we live in and it's a, a treadmill it's a conveyor belt and it's like if you're a woman you don't have any very little respect and like I think we've seen that especially with someone like Britney Spears these days and they're treated as if they are disposable women and pop and once you age over 30 it's like get her off get the next new sexy nubile 18 year old in I don't yeah. want to see a, a body aging and I really think Madonna brings that out of, of people like I think that the very nature of her it makes people uncomfortable uh, 
uh, about thinking about what it is to be a woman and how bodies age and their presence uh, in life over a certain age. Yeah, it's interesting because, like we, as we've mentioned, people like. Um Oh my God, why does my brain keep deleting <laughs> his name? Mick Jagger is Thank like... Thank you, Mick Jagger. My brain just refuses to acknowledge it's him. It's deleted out of, the, out of your brain. Well, we've got guys like Mick Jagger and, you know, say Ronnie Wood and they've mm. got, you know, younger girlfriends all the time. Yeah. They're fathering children in mm. their 70s. And like, yeah, I mean, there's some conversation about it. But recently I heard some women having a conversation about Madonna having a younger boyfriend in such a kind of derogatory way. I was like, hang on, why? Like, why can we not be like... Yes, Madonna. Exactly. Like, like I don't. You I mean, are stunning, and of course, a younger man is going to be attracted to you. She is a magnetic force. Yeah, and she's such an interesting, viable human being. Like, a star, apart from being like physically beautiful, she's so interesting, and she still remains interested in life, and she still yeah. wants to hang around with the you know the newest artists, the freshest people to make you know her sound and further her sound, and not rely on being a heritage act, and not rely on the you know, the, the decades worth of brilliant songs that you have. She always yeah. wants to strive and move ahead. And I find that really admirable. And I think, you know, a lot of distaste or suspicion around her also stems from the fact that, you know, she's a successful woman living a very unconventional life. And she does it on her own terms. With or without a man, you're not going to change Madonna. Yeah. She's still her, you know. Yeah, I think as well, you know, you mentioned there that she, she continues to strive to kind of be, mm. have her finger on the pulse and yeah. be like at the forefront of culture. And she hasn't been super successful musically in the last few albums. Patchy. I would say patchy output. (laughs) And I think that doesn't help either because then people, I think, see her as being kind of desperate and then she's like not succeeding. And like, why doesn't she just kind of make, I don't know, a different kind of music or like a music that's more kind of palatable for people in terms of her age? Yeah, I think people also just want the jukebox musical. They want the Vegas show. They want to feel like they have her boxed off. They want her to just do the greatest hits ad nauseum. And I think a real artist will always challenge you. And, you know, my God, if you're a Madonna fan, boy, are you challenged constantly. So I think that's what it is. Like, I think, you know, she's never going to... I remember there's the documentary, I'm going to tell you a secret. secret, And she's just like, oh, here we go. We're in a Vegas show. We're going to have to go out there and play for the Japanese businessmen. But just put a smile on your face and let's just get it over and done with. You know, she shouldn't have to play like a virgin every night if she doesn't want to and you know I don't think we ask a lot of male artists that I mean I don't think like when Bob Dylan does his endless tour and mangles like a Rolling Stone and does it in bizarre obtuse ways nobody is like oh god Bob give it up you know well some people maybe are but (laughs) but he's treated with this very you know reverence because men as they get older they turn legendary and and pop women as they get older it's like please disappear please retire you know another thing that I think is interesting is obviously recently there was a huge controversy around DaBaby making really uh, homophobic and just Mm. frankly ignorant comments about HIV and AIDS um, and Madonna posted about it and you know posted about the fact that he needed to kind of cop on basically yeah. and I think a lot of people particularly I think younger people don't realise all of the work that Madonna did and has done in terms of you know aside from musically obviously she is an absolute genius and has contributed so much but even in terms of just allyship you know she was at the forefront of supporting people during the AIDS epidemic yeah and it's not just you know woke lip service that I think a lot of artists can do these days put up a post or you know give a love heart to somebody on Twitter like she lost a lot of her closest mentors um, and friends and collaborators to AIDS in the early 80s and her roommate, you know, who's a massive influence on her, uh, Martin Burgoyne and the artist Keith Herring. And in the years where very little was known about HIV or AIDS, 
and many in the media were referring to it as a gay cancer. Uh, it was Madonna and someone like Elizabeth Taylor who spoke out about the ignorance of this and talked about awareness and to do research. And it was really important for her to have her speak to her young fans, who there were so many of the time about these issues. And one time, Christopher Flynn, who was her ballet teacher in high school, he was diagnosed with AIDS in the early, I think it was the late 80s, sorry. And at that point, Madonna was massive, like you couldn't move without Huge everyone. Star, yeah. She was just this cultural force. And she decided in 1989 to hold a benefit dance marathon with him uh, to raise money for charities. And she's still doing that um, for her charity Raise in Malawi, which is a lot to do with, you know, AIDS work in Africa. And she's always spoken openly about sexuality and sex and how everyone should embrace their truth and not feel ashamed about their sexuality. And she released the highly sexual erotica album and the accompanying sex book, which Glenn O'Brien, who was like, this Andy Warhol kid uh, who's, you know, a, a journalist who was a journalist who died a couple of years ago. Um, he wrote the sex book with her and that just shows like her with this, you know, very outspoken gay man coming together in the height of the fears surrounding AIDS and writing this book uh, uh, about sexual fearlessness and a reminder about the beauty in sexual orientations of any kind, which I think is so brave. If you think about the conversations that happen now, Mm. you know, about artists and artists who are sex positive and who stand up for principles and, you know... I suppose we worship at the altar of of artists who take a stand on any principle. Madonna has done that for her entire career and yet gets very little respect and it's like a, a lot of well maybe like just I think a lot of people have forgotten they've forgotten yeah. how important well, maybe not that they don't respect but they've forgotten how important she is one of the reasons I wanted to have this conversation <laughs> so uh, I actually have a clip here of Madonna talking at the uh, GLAAD um, 2019 awards that's the gay and lesbian advocacy yeah and it's basically I'm to celebrate the, gay culture and wrong. that was yeah. like you know that, that was a, their 30 year anniversary so it was really important and um, she was being honoured yeah. and you obviously because of the work that we've just mentioned but here she is talking about um, some of the experiences she had early on in the AIDS epidemic I started to do well what some people perceive to be outrageous things I went to St. Vincent's Hospital I heard there was a whole ward of men and women dying of AIDS when I arrived I felt like I had entered a concentration camp emaciated bodies in every bed and all these people who had been abandoned by their families and their friends and their loved ones. I decided to defy the universe and get into every bed and put my arms around as many humans as I could and make them feel loved and human. Like, it's easy to forget the the environment that that stuff was happening in, but Mm. it really was. People were terrified. There's a great Apple uh, documentary on Apple TV about uh, gay culture in TV, in American TV, right from the 70s onwards. And I remember there's a part in the documentary where someone is talking about, I don't want to see a guy my age dying in a hospital bed alone watching game shows and that's what was happening you know and people don't understand like it was your best friend it was the guy down the road it was like young people dying and I think you know she does concentrate on that a lot and you'll see on her Instagram which I love because she's so highly accessible on Instagram she'll put up old photos of all her friends you know around if it's November which is the AIDS awareness month in the United States she will put up a lot of pictures and tell stories about them and I think that's really beautiful just to remember how influential they were in her life and you know a part of her yeah, exactly. Of what a loss. Such talented people. Yeah, to art yeah. and culture, I think, yeah. in particular. Um, so what can we expect, do you think, now? Oh, God. <laughs> I really want her to write a biography.
choreography, but she's not. She's going to do a film instead. Of course um, she is. Uh, yeah, of course, because she's obsessed with directing. Oh, God. Um, uh, I think I'm one of the only people that have seen WE. Um, <laughs> but, uh, she wants to tell her story herself on her own terms. That's so Madonna. And, you know, I'm extremely fearful because she was working with Diablo Cody, who wrote Juno, in lockdown. But then Diablo Cody exited from the project pretty swiftly. So I don't know what went down between them. But I, I don't know. I, can, I just don't like the fact that she's overseeing everything herself. The writing, the directing, you know, God only knows so what else Madonna. she has a hand in. Yeah, exactly. It's so and, Madonna. And when it's, it's good, it's good. When it's good, it's amazing. But when, when it's, it's bad, bad, it's terrifying. It's, yeah. And like Florence Pugh has been tipped for it at one stage but uh, to play her. But I really think she should go down the Todd Haynes route for the Bob Dylan film. I'm not there and have millions of different Madonnas, millions of different actresses playing Madonna or actors. And I don't want the film at all. I mean, I just <laughs> the music, the live shows, the documentaries, the groundbreaking documentaries. That's enough for me. But, you know, with Madonna, she's going to continue to confound fans and non-fans alike. And I'm going to be talking about her, hopefully, all the way through to her 80s, 90s and beyond. And what do you say? So what's your defense then when people come to you and you have this argument? And I know you do. Oh, God, all the time. And people are like, well, this was rubbish and that was rubbish and she hasn't done anything good and blah, blah, blah. I mean, I enjoy the fact that she always is trying to move ahead and she never wants to stay still. And I always think like her anthem should be like, you know, um, don't tell me like from the music album because she's yeah. like just don't tell me to stop I'm going to keep going and doing this and you can't change me and I was at the Madame X like live show um, yeah, in February 2020 and it was you know she has that injury um, after she fell and then when she fell off the horse that other time so she is like not at the peak of her physical powers but it was still amazing to see her put on this performance in a theatre in a very small theatre and do what she wants to do and she actually seemed really happy and content to kind of do this kind of show where it's almost like a cabaret show um, and I loved it I just thought it was so interesting and that's the thing I don't know where she's going to go next and that's what I love she's so unpredictable yeah. and she could come out with this amazing album next time with someone like James yeah. Murphy or something we don't know all yeah. I want her for me I'd love her to turn into Grace Jones yeah. like something like a real dark urban disco yeah. album like gritty New York nightlife that she was used to that's you know, what I want when we're talking about her I can't help but think about Kanye um, mm. not in terms of obviously mental health and Kanye's mental illness but like just in terms of Kanye you don't know what you're going to get is exactly. he going to release his album this week who knows is he going to release it next week who knows will it be another six years who knows <laughs> Kanye does what Kanye wants but you accept it because you get the art exactly and Madonna is the exact same I think that's so true and those Donda shows as we've seen just look like a spectacle a proper yeah. spectacle and like Madonna Kanye works cherry picks the best kind of people in all different fields in art in fashion in music to work with because he's seeking something else he wants this unified team and form and I think that's what Madonna does really well as well and that's why I kind of am slightly maybe hopeful for directing for her because in the future because in WE even though it was bad she did assemble a great cast and yeah. She knows, she sees talent really well. So, well, I want that album too. So, please, Madonna, <laughs> would you just make a really brilliant album so all of us Madonna fans can shove it in the face of the naysayers? Exactly. Uh, Jen Gannon, music journalist and journalist in general, thank you so much for joining thank me you. today. Louise McSherry on 2FM.